0: To the Fantasy Footballers Podcast with your hosts, Andy Holloway, Jason Moore, and Mike Wright.
1: Ah, Welcome in. Friday, October 21st, the Fantasy Footballers Podcast jam-packed episode huge news this is the the big one what a
2: Thursday night
1: we got a hold of Christian McCaffrey's camp and the 49ers and we got a hold of the Panthers and we said we know you got something brewing we need some time with this don't break it during a show don't break it right after a show releases. Break it as our uh, hometown team runs away with a game on Thursday Night Football where they scored more points in that game, the two teams, than we had seen in Thursday night in a long, long time.
2: Probably if you add up all the scores of every Thursday night matchup this week or this year.
1: Now, the the funny part was the sentiment in the fantasy community was essentially those points were the most meaningless points ever. It was Keontae Ingram. It was Juwan Johnson, although not meaningless to those that listened to Mike, the fantasy hitman. Right, because Juwan, he took care of business. <laughs> oh, the
2: can.
0: Yeah, his first catch didn't come until like...
2: No, his first catch was right at the beginning his second, of
1: the game. His second catch was the touchdown catch. Was, oh, okay,
2: yes. was the first target of the I, game. Okay.
1: Look, Mike was right. Um, <laughs> we just have to live with that, Jason. It's not a reality I want to acknowledge, but Juwan Johnson got it done by hook or by crook. But we we talked to those teams. They worked it out. Monstrous trade. It's gonna dominate the beginning of the conversation today. We'll review Thursday night football. We've got other news to talk about the fantasy forecast, and we probably won't even have time for wheel of shame today. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh no! Oh, uh,
1: as I set a is a, a record breaking yeah. level of shame today. <laughs> well, that um, should be fun. Just big show. Judge Giamatti on. in the building, Arrow. and then uh, Papa Josh sitting next to him. Uh, Papa Josh. <laughs> For those that don't know who he is, our community manager.
2: Josh loves the cameras. The oh, lord, he does.
1: The lord of the discord.
2: Okay. Oh, right. I like
0: that. He manages, Although he still doesn't know how to say the word right.
1: That's okay. He's, discord. He, he's our um, elder statesman here yeah. at uh, Foot headquarters. But uh, there, there's just so much going on. Very excited to talk about it. It is Friday.
0: Foot Clan Friday.
1: Every Friday we give uh, give a little something special to a supporter from jointhefoot.com, a $100 gift card to Fantasy Champs, and today's winner, Cody Mack.
2: Ooh.
1: Cody Mack supporting us over on Patreon. Thank you so much.
2: Turn over the Mac.
1: So, $100 bucks coming your way.
0: Nice.
2: Pretty cool. sweet. Get, get that swag, that champ swag. Yeah, be a Mac Daddy with a
0: championship belt. Okay,
1: I can't. Uh, I can't decide what to do in what order on today's show because I feel like. Would, can we just get into the main event, or do we have to go through Thursday I would, night? I
2: would go through the game first.
1: Fine. Here's the headlines. If you started Eno, Eno Benjamin, you were very happy. Twelve for ninety-two. Had a forty-five-yard run. Scored a touchdown. Congratulations. If you started DeAndre Hopkins. <clears throat> Same old Hopkins, 14 targets, 10 catches, 103 yards, didn't score, still gave you a great game.
0: Yeah. Looked himself. It was one of those things where a week ago I wasn't sure if DeAndre Hopkins was going to be the one or the two, and then when Hollywood went down, it's like, oh, man, DeAndre Hopkins is just going to be right back to his 10-plus targets every single game, the centerpiece of this offense. And sure enough, the fact that uh, Marshawn Lattimore was absent for this game, we kind of knew this was going to be – A Hopkins game, but it was nice to see him dominate and still take the role of leadership on the team, the the big brother, the arm around Kyler when he's upset, the calming force.
1: Yeah, he was great, and he's going to be great the rest of the season. 14 targets on the other side of the field went to Chris Olave.
2: Yeah, man.
1: Went seven for 106, kind of always open. I mean, we talked about Byron Murphy lining up against their best receiver. It made no difference to Chris Olave, who was able to find space, I think his, his specialty this entire season has been just whooping up on the zone defenses and finding space for his quarterback to uh, get him the ball. He had a 41-yard catch in this game. Uh, I think we'll see Jameis Winston here soon. Yeah.
2: But, the, the, the I mean, that,
1: that was the thing you wanted to see with Olave.
2: The madness of NFL versus fantasy football. Andy Dalton, like, the box score is – delightful so good for fantasy football 360 four passing touchdowns he did have the three interceptions so that you know the minus six points uh he added
0: but, didn't he have like 20 rushing yards too did he
2: i think so i mean he's yeah 21. 24 for 21 i mean he's he's going to be one of the best fantasy quarterbacks on the week but for the nfl he really cost them the game with those back-to-back uh pick sixes right before this right before i half-time.
1: believe Yesterday, Jason made a joke about Andy Dalton throwing the ball to the Cardinals.
0: Yeah, I, I said all you got to do to prep for this, no matter which quarterback that is, you just know, put that's... your cornerbacks on the jugs machine because the ball's coming your way. And, and I mean, he
1: threw it straight to him, and uh, three picks. That was enough to uh, doom the Saints in this game. Alvin Kamara, it wasn't a good one, but he did.
2: Oh, you're talking about garbage man? Like... Yeah,
1: he did garbage man himself to seven for fifty-six. I guess that what that that turns the game into a very Um, you know, he didn't score, but he was good, but if
2: you're yeah, PPR half PPR, he perfectly fine. You can look at that, that fantasy output and be happy. Dennis Allen, like this dude loves Mark Ingram. I, I I feel like I saw Mark Ingram on the field all the time. And then in situations where it's check that ball down to Camara, it's, he's right there. And Andy Dalton would say, nay, I'm going down the field, which Worked a, a good amount last week or last night, but also turned into a bunch of interceptions. And then when Mark Ingram was there for the check down, he's like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta get him the ball until the very end. And then it was just Kamara garbage time.
1: Not a great game for Kyler fantasy wise. Just one passing touchdown, uh, ran for 30 yards. I will say the biggest disappointment, I think, for a lot of fantasy players, and it looked great to start the game. Rondell Moore had a 31 a, a yard catch, uh, the first they- catch for the Cardinals.
2: And a the uh, end, uh, the a, end, a very sweet uh, fade to just just Mighty Mouse on the outside. I'm not it, really. Sh- it
1: basically worked. It, it just it all, he just didn't bring it in in time. Yeah,
2: it, it all it worked until it didn't work. Uh, but Rondale was on the outside, like which was the devastation of his his output. He Rondale can't play there. Two targets. I expect once Robbie Anderson is acclimated, that will shift back. So if you've got Rondale. That this week sucks, it, it, but just take that on the chin and know that Rondale will be better. And and uh, if
0: you didn't notice, AJ Green didn't play, basically. <laughs> yes.
1: So he was uh, active, but not on the field. Correct. Correct. Delightful. <laughs> and they won. Yeah, what you're saying? Yes.
0: Yeah. Keep going.
1: All right. Let's get into the news.
0: News and notes from around the league, presented by USAA Insurance. And
1: away we go. the Panthers traded superstar Christian McCaffrey to the San Francisco 49ers. The Panthers get a second, third, fourth in 2023 and a fifth round pick in 2024. Oh, baby. McCaffrey's under contract through 2025. The San Francisco trot arrives.
0: Oh, boy.
1: This Uh, is this is this is massive. This is uh just a fantasy football NFL football game breaking trade you don't see them often and um let's just begin with the Christian McCaffrey okay. fallout because number 3 running back on the season for fantasy players despite being on the worst offense in football going through the coaching change three you know different quarterbacks all the time You kind of knew what the recipe in Carolina was. The recipe for McCaffrey was you're hoping for 8 to 10 catches. Uh, The touchdowns are just bonuses, but he's giving you 15 to 20 points a week, and he heads to San Francisco with Kyle Shanahan, and they paid. I mean, I was looking for nicknames for Christian McCaffrey this morning, San Francisco-based nicknames. Okay, That's where that San Francisco trot came from. Somebody else's nickname called him the Mortgage.
2: Oh, I loved that one. <laughs>
1: Which I mean, I mean they yeah. paid up.
2: Yes, they did.
0: Yeah, from a fantasy football perspective, right now, if you have Christian McCaffrey, you're you're torn because I think that he can score more fantasy points as a San Francisco 49er than he can as a Carolina Panther. They didn't send all of this uh, capital and mortgage their future to have him come in and be a, in a timeshare. He's going to be the everything in the running game. They will pass the ball to him. There's all these questions. Of, well, the San Francisco 49ers don't pass to the running back very much over the last, since uh, 2017. I think they're the third lowest rate in the league. Throw that out the window. It doesn't matter. They have Christian McCaffrey and they have Kyle Shanahan. They will scheme plenty of passes to Christian McCaffrey. So his fantasy value, I think, on a per-game basis – should go north, yes. but you just got an extra bye week because I don't know that you can play him. I mean, you might be forced to, but I imagine that our advice is you can't play Christian McCaffrey this week unless it's an absolute emergency. Like, you can't well, rely on him.
1: Well, let's let's tease that out a little bit. Put some scenarios out there. It's a bad bye week, right? Like, you're missing big players from big teams. Christian McCaffrey – uh You know, last night my my odds of him suiting up for the game were at about 95-5 that he wouldn't. But then some other reports came out and they said, well, maybe they'll use him in goal line packages and nothing else. He's got to learn the playbook. But, you know, of all the positions we've seen have success off the street, see ball, take ball, run forward. uh, Probably better than what you've got, even if he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. If he's active, I think that's when fantasy players will be really pushed to the brink of their sanity. Mike, you have him. Yes. I've got him in a dynasty league where I needed him desperately. Like my, I was talking to Jason before the game. I'm like, if I don't play Christian McCaffrey, my like flex pivot options this week due to the bye weeks are like Greg Dulcich or oh, Marvin Jones nice. or Kyle Phillips. So I can't, I don't think I can bring myself to sit in active McCaffrey for those options. That's, but but that's the expectation, fair. I mean, the range of outcomes could be, it could be three touches for I, no
0: I, touchdowns. I mean, if you don't get a touchdown this week from Christian McCaffrey, then you're going to get sub three fantasy
2: points. the The floor is zero. So if you're saying, you got like, some
1: news here, Brooks? I'm sorry.
2: It's it's just that Shanahan is saying it's still it's up in the air. But Shanahan's
1: talking about it. Yeah. What's the quote, Brooks? Read it to us
2: um Shanahan I'm still up in the air whether we're going to be able to get him in there for Sunday or not
0: yeah I, if so for instance um you know if if there is uh a player like Michael Carter Michael Carter is not a great fantasy asset but I know he's playing football I know he's going to get snaps and get a couple targets and be much more involved in the game and he still has a chance at uh, touchdowns obviously yeah. we've seen Brees go down with one like I would play Michael Carter ahead of Christian McCaffrey. That's the level that I'm talking about for obviously only this week. He's got like a day and a half. He's flying to San Francisco unexpectedly and trying to get involved. So that's that's where I think most fantasy managers are probably going to bench Christian McCaffrey this week.
2: I think the best case scenario for fantasy football is he just they declare him inactive. You don't have to worry about it. Uh like for my team and I'm sure there's plenty of other teams out there, my best Whoa, we're going with oh, it's for my team.
1: Well, I was, but oh. then the music just turned off.
2: <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. it okay. Was
1: it was for Elijah Mitchell and Jeff Wilson?
2: Ah, yes. Uh, my number one pivot option to my bench this week, should a running back like Christian McCaffrey suddenly be marked out, uh, was Jeff Wilson. <laughs> so, the best case scenario, I guess, for me, clarity is that Christian McCaffrey in fact, sits out this game. Because if he is active, you can't play Jeff Wilson because the goal line's going to go to Christian McCaffrey.
1: And Jason, it's, your dynasty team has Elijah Mitchell and situation. Jeff Wilson.
0: Yeah, Elijah Mitchell, I remember you like you, you played football. Your career is over. I mean, I mean for I mean, fantasy purposes,
1: it's done. It's it, yeah. it's completely done, it's, barring injury.
0: Right, right. Yeah, Obviously, Jeff Wilson, Elijah Mitchell – they are great insurance options for Christian McCaffrey but i i how could christian mccaffrey a model of health ever get injured as a san francisco 49 er oh, san francisco d- 49ers don't you dear they, i mean they never deal with injuries um, at the running back the position run, yeah. yeah i mean this is one of those like you're really asking asking for trouble here mortgaging the future for christian mccaffrey uh, as a as a cardinals fan in division I absolutely love that they have spent this kind of capital on a running back. That their future is going I don't, to get worse. I don't worse. love it. Oh, man. This I... has
1: been the recipe to win Super Bowls. And, and, and the the Rams don't have draft picks. Worked pretty good on smashing the Cardinals with that recipe. And the 49ers, they are definitely the favorite in this division now.
2: You Yeah, they've... Uh it's mortgages it's not like the Cardinals
1: have any draft picks either mortgages well, I mean they have them in the draft but they
0: won't be anything right because of Steve come yeah yeah
2: the, the mortgage is perfect because they're they're betting their future on christian McCaffrey if, if McCaffrey stays healthy the 49ers offense is going to be I would just at sensational and he's going to be used a ton so I mean to, just to summarize it for me short term you got McCaffrey super unfortunate due to you have a bye week this week Next week is the Rams. That's not the matchup that you love, but he's still CMC and it's San Francisco. And then he has another, the, the A actual real bye, bye week. week. So short term here, it does kind of stink. But if you can withstand some victories, hopefully, uh, without Christian McCaffrey, then I think down the stretch, he will be much better. Now to the Carolina Panthers, the move is... I. For me, it's Deonta Foreman. If you're going to pick up one of the running backs, you have him. You have Chuba Hubbard. Chuba last year came in with uh, with McCaffrey's injury. Didn't he was fine? You know, like he just he didn't seem like a player that the the Panthers could really rely on. I think that's why they went out and got Deonta Foreman. Now, Deonta Foreman could be you know this is. The success story of the Achilles recovery, now that he's, I don't know, like four or five years past it, he's an interesting player, as in he will get a bunch of volume. He's on a crap offense, a crap offense that got way worse. I mean, you want to play the sad music? Let's pour one out for our our dude, DJ Moore. What is this? Like, the Carolina Panthers should put... Let him take a sabbatical for the season. Like, help DJ Moore out, because they're just... They're killing his I career. think they are helping him out. No, I'm saying like, – They got make... rid of
1: Robbie Anderson and Christian McCaffrey. There is
0: only one man there.
2: Don't make him play. That's my that's my solution.
0: Yeah, uh, look, m- many more targets go in DJ Moore's direction. Um, so it stinks for the team to be bad, but, I mean, you're talking about nine, ten targets a game that we're going to Christian McCaffrey of late. So maybe that's helpful for DJ Moore. Uh, just he needs – targets
1: they but, do have to play offense they will force the Panthers uh, against all of our eyeballs will yeah. to play on offense
2: uh three downs at a time is not gonna but get de, done so,
0: yeah Deontay Foreman is he, going to be the guy yes he's the one to pick up not Chuba it's not going to be uh, Chuba will be involved this will be a more of a committee than what we ever saw with Christian McCaffrey it
1: feels like Ingram on the Texans last year is sure. what it feels like with Deontay Foreman
0: which has relevance and is a startable asset from time to time important. So you absolutely need to be picking up Deontay Foreman if he's available in your leagues for sure.
1: Wild. Yeah. Crazy. Yes, and yes. Di- Dynasty McCaffrey, just a, I got to have my own bow for this story. Sure. It's worth a conversation because you, you just didn't – the whole rebuild process, right? Like you knew that the Carolina Panthers, it was done, right? They're, they're heading towards a new rookie. We would have been spending the entire offseason going – Will this rookie get the chance to throw the ball to Christian McCaffrey? Is this going to be the Baker Mayfield didn't dump it to him, so is this guy, you know, it clears some things up. He's under contract till 2025. They spent all these draft picks. The 49ers are featuring Christian McCaffrey in the offense unless he's hurt for years to come. It makes me excited as a dynasty manager. It's a
0: huge upgrade for Christian McCaffrey's dynasty future because this is an investment as well. This is almost like getting a brand new contract because even though you know you, you've you got players that play you know he obviously had money he had a big contract but we've seen that with the Todd Gurley's of the world where you can get cut if you stop playing that this team is a brand new investment of draft capital into this player uh, bright bright future for several years
1: all right there is other news Elijah Moore requested a trade from the Jets and the team has no plans to trade him and yet He will not be active this week.
0: He missed practice due to this, uh, to a personal issue, which we assume is his personal problems with not getting the ball. And so, yeah, he's back to practice, but he will not suit up this weekend, and that makes someone like Garrett Wilson a little bit more uh, realistic of a play.
2: And the – who do you think – so – It'll be interesting to see what Sertan does. I think right, Sertan will be
0: on Corey Davis. Okay. He's the outside wide sure. receiver, snap wise more, um, and that that's why I think Garrett Wilson will be
2: an okay play this week. It's such an interesting situation of w- how do you handle these players of Elijah Moore. You know, he wa- he wants to contribute. All football players want to win, but you also you. If you're a wide receiver, you want to be involved in the game. You want to be a part of the reason why the team is winning. If you have zero targets, you are not a reason why the team is winning. You're just kind of along for the ride. And Elijah Moore, I'm sure he's looking over at you know like Denzel Mims and seeing what is happening. Of that Denzel Mims, his career's done because they drafted him in the second round. They just didn't play him. They never gave him a real shot they refuse to trade him so like I feel for the player of what do you do but then in, in the team you can't just acquiesce to all if if a player comes in and demands a trade you can't just completely give in it's it's a a very very difficult situation
1: I, I I certainly relate to wanting to be involved especially when you're talented I also have a harder time when you're winning football games you know that's a tough thing for anybody right you want to be involved you want your opportunities you you just said at the beginning you think he wants to win. Well, he wants to be involved and win, yes. not just win. Um, but his future is murky now. I mean, we the, from a dynasty perspective, before the season, people wanted Elijah Moore. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there's certainly no guarantee. I mean, the Moors might be on the move. Elijah, DJ, I mean, we don't know where their dynasty futures are going to end up.
0: Yeah, I mean, they said that they will not trade him by the deadline. I believe it. I, th- I think I like what the Jets are doing. I like the fact that they're saying, you know what? You, you sit down, calm down. You're, we are in charge here. Calm the, we're not yeah. trading you. We like you. We want you to be a part of this. So I, I, I respect how the jets are handling this, but but they,
1: but they might not use him.
2: Yeah. But if you're in not in the future, if you're not right? getting played and you're not getting targets.
0: I, I think that's really, I, they are going to play him. They are going to target him. This was, I mean, if you look at how these games have gone down and how they've won.
1: Yeah. Garrett Wilson had one catch.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's not like they're targeting anyone. Anyway. I, I, this is really – I feel like he was just kind of being a baby. And they said, go
2: go, take a timeout. I don't think it was the one game. I think it's been the entire season. Crisscross
1: applesauce in the two, corner right now. He had 10 targets face in, the wall. in week three.
2: From Joe Flacco.
1: Yeah, and then four four zero. 4 0
2: Yeah, he's, but, he's looking at Zach Wilson and going, this is my future.
1: It's just funny because it's like Garrett Wilson's done nothing since Zach Wilson came in.
0: I mean, when Elijah Moore gets back on the field next week – that's going to be a squeaky wheel out there. We'll see. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah. Except for the uh, the quarterback can't can't help support a squeaky wheel. Uh, Darren Waller. I don't
2: have WD forty.
1: I know he didn't play. Darren Waller or didn't practice. Told reporters he probably won't play in week seven. Hunter Renfro is also on the injury report. He's kind of the de facto. You know, oh, he'll he'll get the benefit of Darren Waller being out. If they both don't play, we are back with Mac, baby. Mac mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
0: Hollins looks like sure. a, a good DFS play, or um, honestly, Devontae Adams should just soak up targets. We we know from week one, what did he have like seventeen targets that that, that could just come again this week.
1: And then uh, Mark Andrews didn't practice on Wednesday and Thursday.
0: That one is. And J.K. Dobbins isn't practicing. A little scary. The J.K. Dobbins, I'm, I'm not surprised by it. I wouldn't yep. be surprised if he doesn't play this week. The fact that he had a knee aggravation and it swelled up and he couldn't play in the second half. If he comes out, I mean, I'm, I'm not playing J.K. Dobbins under any circumstance if he's active. If he's active and Kenya Drake's af- active, I'm I'm putting Drake in the lineup. But I don't expect him to play. The Mark Andrews thing is really interesting because to not play on a Thursday is not a day of rest that's an injury and this is marked as a knee and so I'm I was already this morning trying to find out like you know like, oh they're east coast are they practicing with right what's the Mark Andrews information
1: the, the Mark Andrews pivot is Isaiah likely to me
0: sure well yeah I mean they, they need to throw the ball to someone there and um, maybe Rashad Bateman if he gets back on the field The Mark right. Andrews is right. missing he, he could be a good start
1: Agreed. Jonathan Taylor, Naim Hines, both full practice uh, participants. Nice.
0: That's so you, great. Yeah, that's that's great. I I don't know if Naim Hines has fully cleared the concussion protocol. He's back practicing fully, but we'll need that like report that he is allowed to play. Jonathan Taylor's dealing with you know foot and ankle injuries. If he's practicing in full, he's good to go.
1: DeAndre Swift still limited. Tyler Lockett sidelined with the hamstring on Thursday. That's not a good sign. They may have to give him a week.
0: Yeah, I mean we. We saw this pop up last week, and then he played, but what well, did not do much. It was very disappointing, and I, I'm staying away from Tyler Lockett right now.
1: That was today's news and notes brought to you by USAA Insurance. Learn more at usaa.com insurance. Quick break and back into the fantasy forecast.
0: This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Some things may seem small at the time, but when you keep them inside, when you keep everything bottled up, Visit BetterHelp.com slash footballers to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com footballers.
1: All right, yesterday we covered the Falcons, Bengals, Lions, Cowboys, Colts, Titans, Packers, Commanders, Buccaneers, Panthers, and the Giants, Jaguars. Seven games left, starting with the 2-4 and four Cleveland Browns traveling to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. We are three and three. The DraftKings Sportsbook line here, Baltimore, minus six and a half. Hey, Andy, mind if we hit this?
0: Fantasy Forecast. (laughs) You got deuced. (laughs) You got deuced. I love it.
1: That's fair. Yeah, yeah, we could always open the segment. I've never been deuced right in the middle of a sentence.
0: <laughs> well done, Brooksy. I love it. Uh, Wish I had the boom shakalaka drop. <laughs> yeah, I
1: mean, that's. Uh, now do you feel like we can talk about this? Do you yes, feel sir. better?
2: Yeah. Okay. I was very confused. Papa
1: Josh, can you keep him in check over there? <laughs> you can't. I don't know what happens when Al Borland's out of here, but...
2: Hey, I ain't we... messing with Brooks, man. Yeah. yeah. We
1: got to have those sweet drops. That's fair. That's fair. I was frightened a little bit. <laughs> I didn't know what was happening. At least the light stayed on. Uh, <laughs> Cleveland, Baltimore, the DraftKings Sportsbook line. Baltimore minus six and a half at home over under is 46 points. Uh, goodness. Um, both of these teams have had struggles closing ball games out. Cleveland's allowed 67 points in the fourth quarter of games. Baltimore has been outscored by 42 points in the fourth quarter of games. In fact, all of their losses
0: giving up late leads uh, I, I saw a uh, a tweet that was specifically looking at all the three and three teams and how many seconds they have been they have spent losing their games and it's you know like a, a a normal chart for all teams and then there's this little sliver for the Baltimore Ravens who have basically been winning all of their games at all times blowing everyone out but have had three just disastrous collapse losses at the end of the game this this game I, i'm going to assume when we talk about this that mark andrews is playing and active because that changes a lot yes for me in does. this game so we, i think we just have to move forward under the uh pretense that he has his number one weapon
1: at least with the way john harbaugh has still talked about it being rest like i don't know if that's gamesmanship it certainly could be coaches they do that um Rashawn Bateman. It'd be nice if he was back out on the field. Uh, he's been limited in practices. If he's active, the Browns are twentieth against opposing fantasy uh, wide receivers, but twenty seventh against them in terms of schedule adjusted. So they've been one of the worst. Bateman is a start, right? If he's it, back, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, like flex level. Okay, I mean it's, it's not a full confidence. We haven't. It's been big plays. You haven't seen, you know, just an overwhelming. Target volume going to, to Bateman, so he's that wide receiver three-ish. Ooh, you guys update, were... update from a minute ago, guys. Oh. Andrews is at practice. Okay. Oh. All right. Wow. Okay. Good, okay.
1: good uh, way to deuce us again. Did, uh, did they it's say anything news. about
2: J.K. Dobbins? Dobbins is still, still sitting. Still sitting. Okay. Yeah, I
1: mean, they, I was going to say, Jason, you were bullish on Kenyon Drake as a fab pickup early in the week. It looks like his pathway is very clear here. Gus Edwards still not activated. Um, yes, Justice Hill is there but it's Kenyon Drake. I mean, he performed, right? He wasn't like he got the opportunity and failed. He had, he was, was 10 for 119.
0: Yeah, 10 for 119, looked the part, and you could say, well, it was, you know, the, the the matchup was really well for how the Baltimore Ravens run the ball and the struggles that the Giants have, but it's also the same for the Browns. Yeah. The Browns have been terrible against running backs. They have given up the 30th most points to the position. So I think Kenyon Drake is actually a fine play. I, I don't I agree. I I don't mind starting him at all on that side of the ball. I I think there is maybe an outside chance that Gus Edwards is active for this game. I think
2: game. so. With the timeline, Gus Edwards either has to play this week or next week. So if you've been stashing him, it's next week at the latest.
1: Okay. And then uh, any other storylines? Like if Andrews is out there, the likely – uh, play is out, you know, Correct. not going to happen. So, you yep. know, Duvernay's not been impressive. Really, hasn't been a flex worthy well, player. Yeah, and
2: Duver- if Bateman is back, Duvernay is just you're hoping that he gets two targets and one of them is a touchdown. On the other side, uh, Nicholas Chubb is in. Cream Hunt, man, he's he's got two finishes inside the top twenty four. He his game log is very consistent in terms of he gets. You know, 13 to 15 opportunities uh, a game. But if he, and he either gets you eight points and a half point scoring format, or he gets you a big game because he actually scores a touchdown. So I guess if, if you need a floor from a running back, Cream Hunt still feels fine against this matchup.
1: And he'd be one of those guys that you play ahead of a uh, Christian McCaffrey. A vague I would, Christian yes. McCaffrey. Yeah,
2: because you, just you, Christian McCaffrey could have two touches for two touchdowns, but. You In fantasy football, you at least have to chase volume.
1: The wild thing is is the odds of the 49ers losing this weekend are pretty high, right? Like they play Kansas City. Mm-hmm. And if they lose that game, they're under 500. Yep. And uh, the whole division right now, ha- there's no above 500 teams in the division. All right. Uh, Nick Chubb, of course. Amari yep. Cooper was Jason's start of the week yesterday. Uh, start him up. And then David Njoku is the tight end seven on the year. Keep riding. Yep. Yeah, it looks pretty good right now. Ravens are 26th uh, against tight ends in our schedule-adjusted rankings.
2: And I I think Donovan Peoples-Jones is kind of a a sneaky fringe play. Over the past three weeks, he's been very involved. He's averaging four for 65 over that time period, two of those three games over 70 yards. And the Ravens are not a terrifying matchup. 21st if you adjust for schedule against fantasy wide receivers. So you, you could do worse as a dart throw.
1: The New York Jets, the four and two New York Jets. That's right, yeah. taking on the two and four Denver Broncos. DraftKings sportsbook line, though, Appellate giving drum. Denver uh, a minus I think one about it line here. Every time, time. <laughs> over under is just thirty eight and a half points.
2: I'll take the under.
1: Yeah, this is going to be <laughs> uh, troubling. Russell Wilson, with his Wolverine blood, is <laughs> is going to play. Um, Zach Wilson, oh, oh, since he's returned, the Jets are only averaging twenty five pass attempts per game. You know, this is going to be a pretty tough one for the running game. Brees Hall and company. The Denver Broncos are a great defense. Yeah, plain and are. simple. They're they're awesome. They have a shutdown corner that will limit the opportunities of the passing game, and then they've been stuffing the run fifth against running backs they shut down everybody
0: they, they I mean this is going to be a really hard and they're just, at home hard to score a game for the Jets I agree with you completely I am not excited for anyone including my man Brees Hall I'm still going to start him because it just takes one play with someone like that yeah they could be shut down all game and then break off a 60 yard touchdown run and or or a reception and you're fine so he's in your lineup but outside of that things get better for maybe a Garrett Wilson and you could try to but we're talking when we bring those names up that's not in your redraft league that's not putting them in your flex that's like in a in a in a DFS lineup where you've got to pay a certain dollar amount for guys you're looking for values that are sneaky that's where a Garrett Wilson is is a good play other outside of Brees Hall I'm not touching the the Jets
1: yeah and, and that includes Tyler Conklin on the other side, Cortland Sutton, the last two weeks, the wide receiver 30, the wide receiver 70. And so it has not been good. We've talked about Sauce Gardner. You know, maybe you are a little nervous here. The Russell yeah. Wilson experience has been bad. The running game. Look, none of these players, I don't care if we sit here and debate Melvin Gordon, Latavius Murray, and Mike we're blue in the face. None of their names are Javante Williams. Therefore, the running game is going to be worse than what we expected at the beginning of the year Melvin Gordon is one of the most uh nervous attempts to put you know players to put into your lineup mm-hmm. that you can get and I look do I I have no idea. That's the honest truth. He's the quote starter because it looks better on his his playing card, you know, this is an ego
0: adjusted thing. I don't he's a low end option to me and he's about as low as it goes where I would go ahead of Christian McCaffrey. But would you
1: go ahead of Latavius Murray?
0: I, I yeah, I would start Melvin Gordon in this game I, over over Latavius. But obviously,
1: I have no idea. I really don't.
2: Yeah, I, I don't either. But I, the the information we have of Melvin Gordon saying he's the starter or being told he's the starter, the coach saying he's the starter that's that's the most we have to go off. So if you are making the the Gordon Murray decision, if he fumbles, I guess I go Gordon. If he
1: fumbles, you'll never see him again. Yeah, they maybe. won't even know where he. They'll put out uh, APB. They won't know where he is.
2: You'll, yeah. The mirror dimension. The I milk mean, carton will have. Yeah, Melvin the milk Gordo. carton. That's yeah. what I meant.
1: Yeah, I mean he'll just be done. Um, Jerry Judy. Yeah, you, ugh, scary. <laughs> Greg Dulcich <laughs> is more interesting because he was seventy one percent of snaps last week. Yeah. Um, uh, the mustache obviously comes into play.
0: It's very helpful. As as is the curly. Hair. I mean,
1: I admire this gentleman. Yeah. Greg Dulcich is a hero.
0: Greg, right. yes. Not all heroes wear capes. Right. All heroes have mustaches.
1: That is exactly right. And the the, the flowing locks, the weird Al-style hair, the socks with the sandals at practice, the short shorts, uh, I think he's my favorite player in the history of the NFL.
2: It's very possible. And he, in this particular matchup, the the, the Jets are 12th in schedule adjusted against the tight end position. So it's it's not great. His quarterback situation will be... Uh, it'll be rust. It'll be suboptimal because it's either uh very injured Russell Wilson or it's a backup quarterback. So this might be a week you don't want to put him out there. But if you picked him up, it'd be good. Like this is a this is a good stash for the stash. Of, would you play uh, him Frank over
1: Cinkley. Conklin on the other side with with Elijah Moore missing and oh, Conklin? Man. Now Uzama got back out there last week.
2: I I would play the I would play Dulcich over. I think the, I'd give, the give Dulcich guys. the, the yes. go. He
1: almost had two touchdowns last week.
2: Yep. Yep. He was very involved.
1: The Houston Texans at 1-3-1 take on the 1-4 and four Las Vegas Raiders. The DraftKings Sportsbook line is, uh, I believe, the Raiders minus 7. The over-under, 46 points. Both teams coming off the bye, and we're probably not going to have Darren Waller. So, you know, we, just, we said it earlier. Matt Collins will have an opportunity if Renfro and Waller are not out there, and I would look I'm willing to take that shot with Mac Collins. Sure. Uh in a deeper league, over a like a you know, Peoples Jones, you brought him up.
2: You'd go Mac Collins?
1: I'd go Mac Collins over Peoples Jones if Renfro and Waller are out.
0: It's fine. Yeah, I I agree with you. I would I would lean the Mac Collins side as well. This very well could be just a give it to Josh Jacobs 30 times yeah. against the Houston Texans who have not been able to stop the run against anyone other than Jacksonville, and Josh Jacobs has just been so involved. He's coming off of a bye, so he's got the extra rest, and and going into the bye, he had 34 opportunities and 26 opportunities. They did not mind giving him massive volume, 89% of snaps, 81% of snaps. So I do expect with those other pass catchers out of the way and the sieve that is the Houston Texans' run defense, Josh Jacobs should just have a monstrous game.
1: Yeah, and you start Devontae Adams. Derek Carr, he hasn't had a three-touchdown game since week 13 of 2020. And Jason just gave you the prescription. I don't think he has a
0: three-touchdown game in this one. You're looking for 202. And uh, gravy. The Texans are top 10 against quarterbacks, and it's not because they're <laughs> no. awesome. It's because <laughs> teams get up on them, they score rushing touchdowns, and then the quarterback is unnecessary. So, yeah, this isn't a game where you start Derek Carr. Uh,
1: on the other side, Damian Pierce he has 93% of the Houston running back carry since week two. Play him. Yep. Brandon Cooks.
2: Yep. Averaging eight targets a game. It it's nice to
1: throw against the Raiders.
2: Yeah, it hasn't been... What you hoped for for Brandon Cooks, but they're thirty second in adjusted against quarterbacks, twenty eighth adjusted against wide receivers, thirtieth against tight ends. Like they're the passing defense for the yeah, Raiders. They, they is don't discriminate. It's not existent. You just they just come on down, throw the ball on us, please. Yeah,
1: everybody gets something. Uh Seattle at three and three take on the four and two Los Angeles Chargers. In Los Angeles, the DraftKings Sportsbook line, the Chargers minus five. The over-under is 50.5. This, look, uh, consider me a little bit nervous because of what Seattle did last week in ruining our expectations of a nice high over-under. However, it looks like a fast-paced back-and-forth game. It's the highest over-under of the week. The Chargers love to throw the football. Seattle's capable of doing it.
0: I fully blame the Cardinals for the catastrophe of the Seahawks Cardinals last week. I don't think the Seahawks defense figured it out when they've been as atrocious as they've been all season long, and not to the degree where they're shutting down Justin Herbert. So Justin Herbert,
1: uh, we don't know whether he will have Keenan Allen yet. He's been in limited practices. I, uh, I lean that he'll be out.
2: Yeah, I would plan to be without him.
1: But Mike Williams, my start of the week. Justin Herbert's a start of the week as well.
0: Gerald Everett as well.
1: Yeah, I mean this is uh and and Austin Eckler isn't just because he always is. So start your Chargers. Yeah. Um
0: You're talking about the number one running back on the season, Austin Eckler. Is he?
1: Yeah. 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 I mean You were bemoaning You were bemoaning that draft pick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It it felt it felt bad a couple weeks.
0: A couple weeks into the season it felt bad. But uh Yeah, Austin Eckler turns out awesome, excellent.
1: I do think Josh Palmer is a sneaky play if he's active. He's still in the concussion protocol. But if Keenan's out, Palmer was uh, targeted quite a bit last week. We knew that Gerald Everett was out with an illness, so you can keep your eyes on Palmer. Sure. Geno Smith, is he in play as a cor- – like would you play him or Derek Carr this week? I would
2: go –
1: The Chargers I'd, are – I'd t- go Geno. Would yeah. you? yeah. Even without Lockett, potentially,
2: yeah. Uh, the just the, the matchup is a bit better. Uh, DK Metcalf is enough, and the uh, the the tight ends have been you know sneaky every once in a while. Noah Fant starting to get more and more involved for for the Seahawks, and he's got. I mean, he, he's never been a huge producer, but he does have elite speed. So it's kind of that. Well, one broken play, Noah Fant can house it from fifty. So I I would I trust Gino a bit more than Carr.
1: When we look at Metcalf, you see an elite wide receiver yep. who may not have his running mate, but you play him. Uh, Kenneth Walker's is oh, Mike's start of the man. week. 23 touches, 15 routes, finishes the RB8. Please, please start Kenneth Walker and continue to brag about the discovery of a superstar in your fantasy roster.
2: <laughs> I, am, I am quite hot and bothered by, by Kenneth Walker right now.
1: Yeah, and they, they're blocking for him. He's He's wiggly yeah now, what did you call him? the uh the slithering snake. Oh, snake
2: yeah the snake run this serpentine style
1: yeah it's pretty good the <laughs> four and two Kansas City Chiefs take on the San Francisco 49ers who were three and three uh the boy there there's a pretty good chance the Rams lead the division at three and three because they're on bye. Hmm. and the 49ers the 49ers could lose to Kansas City the the line is two and a right. half Kansas City minus two and a half and then the Seahawks could absolutely lose to Chargers. They're five-point underdogs. Yep. Wow.
2: It could, I, I think San Francisco has a chance. The over-under
1: heres eight and a half. is 48-and-a-half. do week, not. Do last not? week was obviously a big huh. disappointment, right? They, they came out flat. Uh, they couldn't run the football. They got behind against Atlanta. Uh, this week, the Chiefs, you know, they've been one of the better offenses in football, and the 49ers are dealing with a ton of injuries on defense. Nick, that's the biggest concern.
0: That That is. Nick Bosa is extremely, extremely important for whether or not this team has any chance of winning. We saw Nick Bosa miss last week against... I think he's back this week. That, well, that's, that's what I'm, I'm trying to check on. Uh, if,
2: there was some video of him practicing
0: yesterday. Okay. Um, if he's back, then maybe they have a chance because their cornerbacks, their safeties, their secondary's gone. So if they don't have a pass rush and, and you get... Patrick Mahomes to just be able to pick apart uh you know, a, a, a third string secondary due to injuries, I, I don't see how you can win that game. Now, if Bose is there and can cause some sacks in some drives himself, uh then then maybe they've got a shot. The game is in San Francisco. That's helpful and I'm sure the fans are all going to be rowdy and excited, even if Christian McCaffrey's not playing, just the the outlook on their season, that they're going for it, that they're upgraded. Uh, But, yeah, if Bosa doesn't suit up, then I I don't see how they can stop Kansas City's offensive weapons at all.
2: You had Bosa, Jimmy Ward, and Trent Williams returned to practice yesterday.
0: From a game
1: recipe standpoint, I like Jimmy Garoppolo as a streaming option this week. Sure because they'll have to keep up and the Kansas city chiefs have given up 15 passing touchdowns this year. They're like the inverse Broncos. Uh, they, their secondary just hasn't been impressive in a while. So Debo, I think Ayuk is interesting and George Kittle, you hope to see get further involved against this Kansas city team that, you know, they're going to score points against San Francisco in this one, or at least we presume that they will. They're projected for 25 and a half points number one in pass rate over expectation, Patrick Mahomes, you, you're going to start him. What are you doing right now? I mean, I think it's worth a conversation. Clyde edwards helaire was the running back four through the first four weeks. There might have been a moment that Jason Moore himself would have swapped the disappointing Austin Eckler for the <laughs> over-the-moon. No,
0: the moon. Not, no that never. not that way. Not that. We knew how hollow... Uh, seems I feel like
1: you were trying to give Austin Eckler away for about two weeks.
0: No, I was trying to trade up. I was trying to get Saquon Barkley or um so, someone that I could confidently have another great running back. You never, ever, ever trade one of the top running backs for anything but another top running back.
1: Well, that's what Clyde was. R- running back four through the first four weeks. Weeks five and six, RB 50 and 44. What's the truth about Clyde? The,
0: the truth is far you. more the 50 and the 44 uh, because he is in a three-way timeshare, and he doesn't get enough volume to be confident that you can have a great fantasy asset. He had nine total opportunities to touch the ball last week. It's just a matter of touchdowns. Are touchdowns going to come or not? Do you bench him? I I, I San think Francisco is
1: great against the run.
0: I think he's in consideration for a bench if you've got other good options. I would I w- you Travis know
2: Travis Etienne or Clyde Edwards Alaire. I'll go great Travis Etienne. I, mean, I would also
0: go Kenyon Drake as gross as that sounds. Yes, I would too.
1: Yeah, it sounds gross, but it's the right call. Juju, MVS, Sky Moore, McColl Hardman, the box of chocolates at wide receiver.
2: The answer all along was nobody.
1: The answer was nobody. <laughs> that was the that was the argument before the season began. Yeah. The answer is they're looking for another wide receiver. The answer is they restructured Travis Kelsey and they're going to find somebody to fix this whether it's trading for brandon cooks whether it's odell Beckham for the second half of the year whatever the case may be i I think they're going to try to find another weapon because they owe it to their offense to try to you know they're a great team
0: against this beat up secondary how many touchdowns does patrick mahomes throw this game
1: i think he throws uh at least three
0: that's exactly how i feel so if he throws three touchdowns there's value to be had here Someone has to catch it now. Obviously, you're 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 playing the the roll the dice Kelsey, try to Kelsey, get Kelsey, 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 Kelsey will get one of them. Eileen, Juju if you have got to put another player in, but obviously you're taking a gamble on whoever it's going to be.
1: Yeah, and Sky Moore has yet to step up in a big way. Uh, let's move on here. The Sunday night football game: Steelers two and four taking on the three and three Miami Dolphins. The DraftKings sportsbook line: Miami minus seven. The over unders forty four and a half. This game, what
0: are you expecting? I expect the Dolphins to come out strong. I really do. The, the Steelers are, are coming off an emotional high victory when they were at home. The Dolphins have lost a couple games in a row while they've dealt with the, the concussion, scandal, gate, whatever you want to call it, of Tua and Teddy. But Tua is back. He, they are at at almost full strength now, and I I'm I I see a message being sent this week. I think the Dolphins are going to crush the Steelers.
1: Well, Tyree Kill is the number one wide receiver in football, yeah, right now in total yards, and uh, he has been absolutely dominant. He's on pace for almost two thousand, and with Waddle, look, Waddle's fifth in the league in total yards. So you have two of the top five. Uh, the the would you believe they could do it? in Miami question has been answered because they've done it yep. even with Skylar
0: Thompson, Teddy Bridgewater and company. I was very upset when I found out that this was a Sunday night football game because I came into this week just, I mean, my DraftKings lineup, it was, I don't care how much Tyreek Hill costs. He was in my lineup and it was like, no, he's not on the main slate. Tyreek Hill is going to just go for 200 yards this game.
1: You said, uh, you mentioned the Sunday night game. Good news for fantasy players. Raheem Mostert practiced in full on Thursday, so in in terms of not having to have some pivot plan, if you were if you were counting on Mostert, look, I think it's going to be an okay game game for him too. Mm-hmm. Um, Chase Edmonds not not going to be in my lineup. Nope, you can't do it. Uh, what about Mike Gesicki? You uh, riding the lightning from last week? Or are you? I
2: I think that it's at least interesting. Uh, I know it it certainly feels like chasing, but over the last three weeks or so his involvement has started to go up in terms of, I mean, you uh,
1: are the tight end whisperer Mike. routes.
2: Well, John Johnson, don't put that on me right now, but I'm just, Taysom Hill. uh, I'm yeah. Well, uh, who was better? <laughs> um, it's, it, I just, I'm saying, I, I think that Gasicki is interesting. I don't know if it's interesting enough to full out. Just, okay. I'm putting him into the lineup and we're, we're going to see what happens, but, you uh, like At this point, if Kosicki has another heavily involved game, perhaps the, the transition has actually happened. If, at least
1: you know athletically he's capable of doing of big things. Yeah,
0: he is a superstar when it comes to athletic profile. That is nice when you're taking a shot at someone that you're unsure of at tight end. So he can get it done. I would not start him and Chase last week just because you've got half of his games where he has two or fewer targets this year. And yeah, he had seven targets last week. But that was that was not with uh, Tua. So uh, a different quarterback, a different situation. Uh you know, right now with a healthy Tyree kill and Tua in tow, I I I lean moving away from yeah it,
2: Like last week he ran forty two routes that's, and that was is targeted seven times. So that that's it's not necessarily just the target number that I'm looking at because the targets per route run is sixteen percent. It's not fantastic, but if they have moved in a direction that okay, we need to get Kosicki out there running because he was not doing that at the beginning of the year, then you can get opportunities.
1: Can I grab uh, both of your hands and and walk you into the swamp, please? Uh, Let's (laughs) go into the swamp where we take uh, normal metrics and we divide them by, like, you know, three because Najee Harris this year not hit the 12 fantasy points mark. What in any game, Deontay Johnson? Hey, guess what, Jason? I'm gonna give you eight, the eighth most targets in all of football, but I'm gonna give you the wide receiver thirty-eight. Ooh, nailed that one! And then uh, we've got Pat Fryermuth, who's coming off the concussion. Can you get Luth with the Muth?
0: Yeah, Is I, he I, the truth. I, I think you can get. Uh, I think you can get Luth this week. There, if I am right, that the Dolphins are gonna come out hot on offense. Score a lot of points. I think that the the Steelers are going to need to throw the ball. The matchup is fine. He has been, I mean, b- prior to him going down the last game, here's his fantasy finish. Uh, speaking of Pat Fryermuth, he was 8th, 10th, bad game, 7th, and then got injured. So, the, you know, I, I mean, he didn't play even the majority of snaps in that game. So you throw that one out. He's back. He's healthy. Obviously, any player coming back off a of concussion, there's a little bit of a worry of, what if you take another hit? You know, we saw this with Cameron Bray, especially with Pat Fryermuth having had multiples already. So that's my only fear with him as far as on the field playing because he's a tight end. He doesn't need to do much. You know, if you go out there and you get five for forty-five, exactly, then you're you're probably a touchdown okay.
1: shot. Yeah, Najee Harris or Raheem Mostert in the same game.
0: Most. Tr- tr- oh man. I said that quick. Najee's
1: only playing 66% of snaps. We talked about him not going over 12 last week. uh, He hit 11.9 fantasy points, which was the peak of the year, but he's 14 for 42 on the ground. Just had the touchdown. Yeah. That was the
2: key. I lean Najee.
1: Okay, and then the wide receivers. Are you messing around with Deontay, Pickens, Claypool? Not at this point. The Dolphins, they've given up 31.9 points per game, but when you adjust for schedule and you look at their opponents and what the expectation was, they're actually 10th. Against yep. them, and these are not, you know, the Picket Trubisky experience.
2: I yeah, I, I'm not going to mess around with it right now. Deontay's fine, uh, but the other two guys. But uh, there is at least a, a a good amount of smoke starting to billow up, okay, in, in the skies of a Chase Claypool trade. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, there are a few teams that are looking for Claypool and the uh, Packers. I'm, sure, I mean, just somebody could go after Claypool, and I'm saying that more of. Uh, Sure, if you want to stash Chase Claypool from the because he's on the waiver wire, so you could pick him up, stash him. Uh, the trade deadline here is in like a week and a half mm-hmm. or so, so you'll have clarity on that pretty quickly. But also, George Pickens, the extreme, opportunities he's will be... extremely talented, but right now you don't have sensational uh, a quarterback play giving you the ball. But if you cut out a piece that needs targets, yeah, Pickens becomes far more interesting. I'm, I'm
1: definitely more interested in that than the. Maybe Claypool will land somewhere and be relevant because I think he, I think Claypool can go and help a team, but I don't know if he goes and helps sure. your team.
2: Yeah, but um, like Claypool, you can get for free. Pickens, you probably have to trade for him. You got to pickens
1: him up off yes. of uh, like it, through a trade. Yes, the Bears two and four taking on the New England Patriots three and three on Monday Night Football. The DraftKings Sportsbook line: New England minus eight. The over under is forty. Look, this could be the game that uh, you know Thursday night wasn't. We could get that low scoring affair in this one. How did the Bears score?
0: Against
2: the Patriots, probably a in field New goal in New England. I mean, <laughs> uh, he's Justin Fields runs for 150 yards.
1: I mean, if 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 they're going to play hot hand at running at running back with Montgomery and Herbert, if Mooney's not on your roster and Komet and Justin Fields isn't being played, like I guess you start Montgomery and you hope. But, yep. Yep. but right now this is the be- This is the best team in football against the running back position. So already you really wanted just like pure volume for one running back. And if that's not going to be the case, now we, you know, actions speak louder than words. The yeah, words yeah. said that they're going to share the time. The sure. actions have showed, you know, a very disproportionate Montgomery uh, flavor. But you can't start Herbert.
2: I agree. I agree. So yeah. that I mean, it's
1: a pretty simple Chicago Montgomery and no one else, right? That
0: is one hundred percent the case. You're you're not playing anyone from the Bears, and it and might if,
1: rain in this game. Oh, oh it'd come be on. wonderful.
0: Hey, the Bears beat the Niners when it rained, so maybe that's their superpower. Uh, on the <laughs> other, on the other side, there are some great plays, and it starts with Ramondre Stevenson. Oh, but we're getting we're <laughs> getting
2: Belichicked, man. No,
0: d- no, d- I because I, d- Damien d- Harris Damien labeled
1: Harris. as a full participant on Thursday. Yeah,
0: and 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 he's but he was labeled. As he's one. got till Monday. I'm still starting. I mean, I yeah, I'm Ramondre's
1: not... got to be started.
0: I am starting Ramondre under any circumstance in this game. Uh, he is he is absolutely in. He's been great. And there's no reason to believe that even if Damian Harris is active and he's totally healthy that Ramondre would have a bad game. Maybe they could both have good games, but I won't start Damian Harris. I agree. In, 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 if he's active.
1: I think the biggest trap in this game would be a fantasy player trying to play a wide receiver from the New England Patriots. The Bears are really, really good in terms of not giving up fantasy points to the wide receiver position. In fact, number two in schedule adjusted, number four in total points given up, they, they're about 21 a game. Now, trying to project where that goes between Myers and Parker and Thornton, it it it, it scares me a little bit if I'm going to go into Monday night relying on one of those guys to help me win.
0: Agreed. Jacoby Myers in a PPR would be the only one that you could feel somewhat confident in.
1: I agree. And, and we don't know if it's Mack or Bailey.
0: Right. Uh, I believe it looks more likely as time goes on that it's going to be Mac Jones. I know. Mac, Mac, Mac. Or zap, zap, zap. <laughs> One of the two. You got macked. Uh,
2: it's not as good. No. No, it's not, it's not That's great. That's like someone threw a Big Mac at your face. I feel like
0: Mac Jones tried. <laughs> if someone threw a Big Mac at my face and then said, you got macked, mad respect. <laughs> mad respect.
1: It would bounce off your face and you pick it up yeah, and see? you'd enjoy it.
2: You're like, I'm ashamed. But at the same time, I now have a delightful Big well, Mac. Well, Mac,
1: Mac, Mac, you probably get three thrown at your face. Holy
2: baby. Well, that's <laughs> six patties. <Yeah. laughs> Let's go.
1: All right. Uh, do we have any injury updates, uh, producers? Do I, anything yeah, you want to... Yeah,
2: we got Lions running back coach Deuce Staley says they're taking it one day at a time with Swift. Oh, gosh. So every day we continue to check with the doctors. So they're making progress. There's still no decision. Not
1: to mention, like, we've seen him active and then disappointing before.
2: Sure. Uh, and... Uh, Steve Wilkes of the Panthers has not named the starting running back against the Bucks for this week. Again, we we believe it will be Deonta Foreman, but it is that's just speculation.
1: 25 Fab just spent on Chuba Hubbard in our league of record to try to figure out who that is.
2: Yeah, you can burn Fab too. Awesome. Awesome. Who uh, who did that?
1: Uh, there were three bidders.
0: Yeah?
1: Uh, it was the one that bid on Deion Jackson last week with big money.
2: Oh, excellent. So, uh, excellent. let's,
1: uh, let's go ahead and head into the face-off.
0: Fantasy face-off presented by DraftKings.
1: Guess we had time for it. Um, mm. look, I lost again <laughs> and, um, <laughs> I, I
2: like where things are going. This is, Jason, this is great.
1: I, don't, I lost by a few points again. Yeah, it's been close. And uh, this is my fourth consecutive shaming. Oof. Now, I went back into the archives. I was shamed a total of five times last year mm-hmm. across 18 weeks. And I have put together quite the run, gentlemen. You have. It's been
0: been a special time. What if I
1: told you I really am enjoying the costumes and I'm really getting into that? All right.
2: Good good job. Would you believe
1: me? I would say spin that wheel. So we'll reveal our lineups momentarily, (laughs) but uh, unfortunately. Wheel of Shame. Well, uh, let's go ahead and spin that wheel there, Brooksy.
2: Spin that wheel. We I'm got, getting real
1: used to it. I'm sure it's getting have got get, a I've
2: caveman, got, a rainy day. And uh, what, is oh, what is this? Oh, what oh. is this? A special. It's just
1: called four in a row. <laughs> yeah.
2: We hijacked the wheel <laughs> to celebrate
0: your greatness. Oh, what a special time to be alive. <laughs> the special champion of four weeks in a row. He's got to <laughs> wear the hat. You might want to lower your chair a bit. Um, um, the- fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, you deserve that. <laughs> yes. So he this is This a- is
1: so much worse than like one of the other ones because it commemorates my failure and it also <laughs> it also it just makes next week so much scarier. Oh man. If I drop another one? So good. Boy, I've got my uh for those listening at home, they got me a crown with a number 4 on it. Yes. So we can always remember this moment, and a scepter, and a scepter that has been—it looks like handcrafted. Yeah. So um,
2: some real work went into this. Yeah, we, good went, work. To the, we went to the forge. Yeah. F O U R G. Oh, very nice. <laughs> <laughs> we went to the forge. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> well, this is, uh, for what it's worth, the crown is very uncomfortable. So oh, oh, um,
2: even better, why'd as you, they say, it is. The crown mean? is. It's very yeah, it's heavy, heavy. Isn't it? yeah. Kick us off with your quarterback then, Andy.
1: Yeah, I should probably do that. Um, but I'll let you guys start. Okay. All right.
2: Go I ahead. uh I am going
0: I went the quarterback this week, we've we've looked at uh roster percentages and they're all over the place. Uh I have personally gone back and forth from several different options, but I landed on Joseph Burrow at yeah. sixty nine hundred. That
2: is my is quarterback. Is that your quarterback too, week. Mike? No
1: okay that is my quarterback as well so I'll jump in real quick i went with joe burrow sixty nine hundred against the Falcons
2: yeah that's that's a fantastic play um but i i'm going my money where my mouth is i i honestly i did try to make the davis mills stack but it just <laughs> oh, nice. like the cash it freed up it wasn't it wasn't did, meaningful it, enough yeah i didn't feel like I could get enough more big players so i went away but I went with my start of the week. I went Dak Prescott against the Detroit Lions at 6,700.
1: Okay. Um, it seems like holding this scepter – like, it was a good time to remind people. I did win the Millie Maker last year. <laughs> yes. That's,
2: that's fair. That doesn't fair. matter oh, anymore. I know,
0: Jason. Who's <laughs> – Jason, uh, at running back. Yeah, let's hear All him. right, here's at,
2: where the overlap's coming. Yeah, at yeah. running back. Maybe, um, maybe.
0: I assume all three of us have Josh Jacobs. Yes. We do. Okay, Josh Jacobs is 6,500. DraftKings Sportsbook line, he's minus 135 to score a touchdown. Like, the odds are that he scores, and at that price point, you got to put him in your lineup in cash games. And I paid up for Saquon Barkley at 7,900. He has obviously been as good as anyone in – uh, fantasy football, so I'm hoping against the Jacksonville Jaguars he gets it done.
1: Well, I do have Josh Jacobs, as you mentioned, 6,500. My big spend at the running back position was not Saquon. It was actually the number one fantasy running back, Austin Eckler. Uh, I don't think Keenan's going to play, even if he does. Eckler's been catching so many passes in a PPR format. Uh, I lost with Saquon. Maybe I'm holding it against him last week, but 8,300 for Austin Eckler, my other running back.
2: Love it. Uh, At fifty eight hundred, I will take Kenneth Walker the third against the Los Angeles Chargers, possibly the juiciest of all matchups for the running back position. And fifty eight hundred, that price is just right. Uh,
1: Did did you start us? uh, And you have Josh Jacobs. Yes. Well, uh, we both have Kenneth Walker.
2: Yeah, in
0: the flex. flex. Yeah, in flex, I've got Kenneth Walker at fifty eight hundred as well. So, um, who's
2: your flex, Mike? My flex is Kenyon Drake at 5,100, taking on the Cleveland Browns. All right, looking
1: a little bit spicier today with J.K. Dobbins not practicing.
2: You must
0: have uh, some good wide receivers. I'll tell you mine, and then you show me yours. All right. Uh, I've got C.D. Lamb at uh, 6,800 and T. Higgins at 6,400 to stack with my Joe Burrow. And I went with Alec Pierce, 4,600. Um that's uh you know uh, the matchup against Tennessee long bomb touchdown waiting to happen.
1: Yeah, I uh I also have T Higgins at 6400 with my Burrow stack. I have Chris Godwin at 6300 with Tampa Bay taking on the Panthers. And then uh very late pivot. I did have Alec Pierce as well Jason, but I went with Garrett Wilson mm, okay. at just 4500, yeah. very very cheap against the Denver Broncos. I am hopeful that it's a PPR situation, not counting on anything big, just five or six yeah. catches.
2: High risk, high reward. High right. risk,
1: high reward. Mike, who are your three wideouts? So
2: I got T. Higgins. All right. As, I mean, the, the, the price, uh, and thankfully, will mitigate some of the Joe Burrow action from both of you. CeeDee Lamb, because I have Dak Prescott, mm-hmm. I had to get the stack in there. And then I also have Chris Godwin at 63 Those are
1: 100. three juicy
0: wideouts. Yeah. Uh, Jason, you're tight end in your defense. Well, to make it work, I spent down. Yes. I've got the mustache Greg Dulcich. Okay. okay. 2500 Yeah, the so cheap. bottom bare minimum price and the New York Jets.
1: Yeah, I'm the same. I okay. have Dulcich in the Jets. <laughs> Jason and I actually had, until I pivoted off of Alec Pierce, we had the same lineup except for two players. And what's and insane impressive. about that
0: is I had – That The same two players, I was going back and forth between whether I would go Godwin and uh, Austin Eckler or whether I would go Saquon Barkley and CeeDee Lamb. We
1: almost had a fully matched lineup. That would have been the first time ever.
0: Yeah, we build these completely apart from each other. If
2: uh, you can't tell. So I have my uh, tight end, I have my start of the week, Evan Ingram at thirty three hundred against the New York Giants, that revenge game. Yeah, yeah, PPR could work it's, out. It's the Jets. I mean, I don't I don't care if it's Rice I'm always so comforted
1: when we spin down on defense and then we have the same one.
2: Oh yeah, it's great to just watch each other
0: around be like, By the I'm way, good. <laughs> no stupid defensive touchdowns gonna win this. You for guys someone. built
1: out this beautiful scepter for mm-hmm, me, mm-hmm. you know, the number four. Yeah. What about giving me a fourth wideout? What do you guys think? For, I think you the, could use it. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. All right. That was Fantasy Face-Off presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use the promo code BALLERS to get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That is the code BALLERS only at DraftKings Sportsbook. That does it for today's episode of the show. I'm breaking this streak. I'm breaking this scepter. <laughs> I'm breaking this scepter. We're uh, we're going into the weekend with a lot of exciting games Good luck out there, Foot Clan.
2: See you Sunday, everybody. Goodbye. Thank you for
0: listening to another episode of the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Join our fantasy football community on jointhefoot.com and follow us on Twitter at the FFBallers.